All right, before we get started, by the way, folks, the podcast that you're about to listen to is sponsored by Allegiance Gold. So uh, you, know, you have to really diversify your por- portfolio if you're going to go forward. And we'll get into a lot of that in the podcast, because aren't you sick and tired of the web of lies spun by the Biden government concealing the truth about inflation and the value of our dollar? I certainly am. And I'm certain the market volatility fills you with worry, as it should, casting doubt on your ability to retire comfortably. I urge you to look for a secure and reliable investment option for your retirement. Imagine a future where your retirement is protected from the storms of the market volatility and the erosive forces of inflation, recession, government meddling. We have a lot of that and economic uncertainties. Imagine retiring with peace of mind. Can you imagine that? and the freedom to pursue your own dreams. That future, my dear friends, can become your reality, courtesy of Allegiance Gold. Why? Because gold has stood the test of time. It's been a safe haven investment. And now more than ever, you need that safety and insurance for what you've worked so hard for. It's literally protecting your nest egg. Remember, when it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. That's why my friends at Allegiance Gold have the highest ratings in the precious metals industry. Five stars with TrustLink, the AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance, and A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, all of them. You can invest with confidence because Allegiance Gold builds relationships based on integrity, quality, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithericcom today or give them a call at 844-790-9191. That's 844-790-9191. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call it. Here's the number, 844-790-9191 and speak with one of their experts. They'll answer all of your questions and help you get started on the path to a more secure and prosperous retirement. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwitheric.com or again, that number. Call them up. Call them right now. 844-790-9191. Okay, well, here we are. Here's the first installment of the podcast. And to be honest with you, Linda, Linda's with me here. Linda, we don't have a name for this yet. You're calling it the Eric. We don't have a name for it. Honestly, I'm just glad we're here at all, considering the fact that you were just like, I'm too busy. I don't even know if I want to do a podcast. How do I make the time? And I'm like, listen, your audience needs you. We desperately need you. So thank you for finally agreeing to well, do it. thank you. And you said something, maybe the Eric Bowling podcast. And then you said mm-hmm. maybe the balance, because that's the show in Newsmax that I host. And, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is a funny story how that became balance. I came over to Newsmax okay. and, you know, I realized that 90 plus percent of, of the mainstream media, media in general, leans left, hard left or left. And I walked into Chris Radio's Newsmax. I walked into his office. I said, you know, you, you really uh, should put up a, a, a commercial like every hour, put up a commercial and have all ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC on one side of a, you know, a balance lady, you know, the blindfolded justice lady with balance and, and have Newsmax on the other side, you can be the balance to all the media. We don't have to be balanced per se within the show or within the network, but you'll balance out all the 90% of media being left leaning. And he's like, interesting. He did it. He put it up. 
And then we started this show. He gave me the the primetime show. He said, we're calling your show The Balance. So I was like, well, I didn't mean it for that. But when you think about it, it's really a good name. And I I don't know. Let the listeners decide. Do we want it to be the Eric Bowling Podcast or Eric Bowling The Balance Podcast? Whatever. We'll we'll let you guys decide. How's that? Is that fair? Listen, you make an excellent point. You know, your show on Newsmax, which is a fantastic show. And those of you who don't know, it's 8 p.m. every night on Newsmax. He's the number one show. He's amazing. So if you're not watching it, get with the program and get on that program and watch it today. But having said all of that, you know, you bring on all these guests who are talking about things that actually matter to us. You know, our finances, our mortgage rates, our gas prices, who's running the country, who's not running the country. And I think there's a lot going on here that, you know, the left and the right aren't even talking about. That's what makes you so centered. You know, you're actually tapping into what people actually care about, what matters to us. And that's why I think the podcast is going to be so strong too. You know, there's very few people out there actually talking about things that we as, you know, regular everyday Americans are concerned about, which is quite frankly, getting up and being able to go to work without somebody telling me that I'm a racist, I'm privileged, uh, you know, I looked at you the wrong way, you know, is it, a, is it a trans issue? Is it a financial issue? You know, you're covering it all. Really, And there aren't a lot of people. Really interesting um, op-ed in the New York Times this week dropped out today. It talks about what if we, New York Times, what if we are wrong? What if we're the bad people? And, and David Brooks, who's a, a, a wildly okay. left-leaning, anti-Trumper, leftist, you know, borderline communist, columnist so he doesn't have to be a news person but he came out it's like right. you know we are we see ourselves on the left as the heroes and the people the maga people and and the conservatives are are wrong and they they're just not ready to the, accept the next phase of life in america and he's like yeah well what if we're wrong what if what if they are right and maybe most of and this is what i'm tapping into is i think most of america whether you're right center center right maybe even a little center left is is probably right now saying Wow, everything those people, those crazy conservatives on the right have been saying for years is actually happening and it's happening fast. Under Biden, everything is sped up. I mean, the weaponizing of the DOJ on deep state, Trump talked about it in 2016, 2017, 2018. Everyone's like, oh, you know, that's a conspiracy theory. Well, who in their right mind would have thought that a Department of Justice is going out, call him whatever you want. He's still a private citizen right now. He's a former president, he's still a private citizen. They're indicting and arraigning Donald Trump this week, not for an insurrection. For three years, Morning Joe and the left have called what happened on January 6th of 2021 uh, an insurrection. And, and, and Trump was undermining democracy for his insurrection. Well, they're not doing that now. Now they're calling it um, obstruction of Congress, meaning they, they're not nailing him for an insurrection because it never happened. Right. So now now they're just they're literally if you read the charges and you talk about who their co-conspirators are, allegedly Rudy Giuliani, uh, allegedly his other lawyer Eastman. So these people are being indicted, too, for what? Being there, his lawyer. It's incredible. This is call it what you will. This is the uh, an absolute violation of the First Amendment. This is you're they're telling you if you disagree with their results, their opinions, their ideas, their ideology, we can indict you. We can make you go defend yourself, prove you're innocent. It's guilty yep. until proven innocent. That's not what the Constitution says. I'm holding no. I have a little mini Constitution. That's not what the Constitution says. You're innocent until yep. proven guilty, but they, they don't want to hear it. And, you know, these, the, the, the indictment of Trump for his private issue of making a payment to a former 
girlfriend. I mean, no offense. It may not look good, may not be savory, but it's not illegal. I mean, nothing he did was illegal. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I've been very pro-Trump in my career. I also think there are other Republicans who could be president, not just Trump. And sometimes it gets me in trouble mm-hmm. with some of my audience, but that's OK. Um, I, but what they're doing to him is making him ensuring he is the next president, because whether you're a Republican, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're liberal, you're independent, you if you have any brain in your head, you realize how fast the country is moving left. And if you allow them to continue with another Biden term or Kamala Harris term or God forbid, Michelle Obama term, which could happen, we're screwed. We're, we're going to go. We're going to slide into LGBTQIA plus world immediately. It, it's, it's happening fast already. And we're still fighting back and we still have the house to, to, to kind of buffer that from happening. But it's happening very, very fast. They're forcing they're forcing Trump to be the nominee. And I think if you know all things are fair in elections and there's always fraud, election fraud. I'm not suggesting that's the reason Joe Biden's president. I am suggesting there's always fraud. But if it's kept to a minimum, you know, you, you're going to probably end up with, a, with another uh, Trump term or, God forbid, if if Michelle Obama decides to run and they wheel Joe out the side where he says, you know, I'm going to spend more time with my family because I'm getting up there in age. It's good. It would get ugly if it was Michelle Obama. Obama's four. Well, let me let me ask you a question. And I, let me just say full full uh, disclosure here. I 100 percent agree with you. I think Michelle Obama is the biggest threat there is. Now, they're worth millions and millions of dollars. They're making millions of dollars off book deals and podcasts. So I don't know if they want to go into uh, our lackluster White House. You know, they got this big spread. Now, where is it in Hawaii or wherever no, it is? One in Hawaii, one um, in uh, Martha's Vineyard where then, people turn I was going to say Martha's Vineyard, <laughs> Nantucket. Or, I mean, give me a, a, the paddleboarding story is so odd and gets no attention whatsoever. I'm like, if there was a chef in the Trump kitchen, the DeSantis kitchen or any other GOP's kitchen, we would have heard about it every single day of the week. Yeah. But it's like, oh my gosh! I'm like, nobody cares about this guy. I mean, it's just—it's just like the cocaine in the White House. It's the same exact thing. Cocaine in the White House. How about, how about during lockdowns in COVID, where everyone had to stay inside and wear a mask, and you couldn't go outside, you yep. couldn't—you couldn't watch your your grandmother pass away in the nursing home. Yep. But Obama's throwing his, himself a birthday party, a birthday and they're party. dancing uh, in, in a wild group. No one's wearing a mask. Yeah. The hypocrisy on the left. It, so just, life or death insane. pandemic, right. but. You know, Obama has a birthday. So, you know, listen, let's put our. Oh, Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert flew in for it. Remember that? Remember he had to be there. Had to attend the Obama birthday party. Anyway, so yeah, that is incredible. You look at Senator Marco Rubio yesterday putting out this, you know, piece on social media talking about going through the rundown of all of the left inciting the violence, talking about Maxine Waters and Chuck Schumer and Stacey Abrams all questioning. Yeah election, calling it was election fraud. He's an illegitimate president. What about Madonna and Ashley Judd standing there saying we're going to blow up the White House? So I'm sorry if this is the benchmark for incitement. Hil- Hillary, telling- Hillary is still an election denier. Hillary, Hillary bleach bitted her computer, her servers, her private servers in her own bathroom in her home, which would mm-hmm. un- which would kind of be worse than what they are accusing Trump of doing with his second indictment at Mar-a-Lago for records. But she mm-hmm. did that. She smashes 
13 Blackberries from staff to make sure no one saw any of the classified material she was playing around with. And then she goes yep. and, and denies election after election after election. She mm-hmm. still said she thought she won. She never acknowledged Donald Trump as the legitimate winner of that election. And Trump is being indicted and arraigned this week for the exact same thing. So she's done two of the three things that he's been already indicted and arraigned for, and they don't right. bat an eye for her. And mind you, the judge today that is overseeing him appearing in a federal court in D.C. was on the Burisma board, worked at the same law firm as Hunter Biden. And this is the person giving him a fair trial. This is the person you're appearing in front of. Again, give me your guilty until proven innocent with these people. And and again, this judge that you you reference a great, great point, because. Why her? Why this venue? John Laura is, is uh, Trump's attorney handling yes. this case and, and I had a conversation with him last night on the balance. I'm like, why don't you, just, why don't you yeah. move the venue? It's, it's very hard to move the venue when they when they've judge shopped and venue shopped and they got they got what they want. Again, it's it's, it's Joe mm-hmm. Biden's Department of Justice, his attorney general. Yep. You know, a really important point that I don't know a lot of people are making is. Merrick Carland is clearly political. He's clearly biased. Mm-hmm. He you know, calls parents mm-hmm. domestic terrorists. And, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's playing by all the Democrat rules. This guy was an inch, a, a millimeter away from I being know. a Supreme Court justice. Uh, I know. Uh, it, you know, like him or hate him, I'm not a big fan of Mitch McConnell at all. I think he's he should, no. he should go away, Mitch. Love you. Time to go spend some time with your wife. And, and whatever. But he did one thing right. The one thing right he did do is when Obama was pushing to get Merrick Garland on the Supreme Court, he slow walked it until the end, until the end of the term. And, and, and that, that for that, we thank you, Mitch McConnell. And that's the thing, too. You know, you look at somebody like a Merrick Garland and you start to ask the question. Right? And I saw this the other day with Jack Smith. You know, we waited all day for this press conference for him to talk about the indictment. And in the indictment, he never talks about January 6th. But even in the Fitch downgrade, they're like, oh, yeah, we're downgrading because of January 6th. And Jack Smith mentions January 6th and the protection that we were provided by the Capitol Hill police. I'm like, the Capitol Hill police chief, Sund, was the first person to come out and say, I went to Nancy Pelosi. I asked her for more security. The Trump administration gave it to me. She did not. And who was the only person that hasn't appeared before the January 6th committee? Oh, I know. It's Speaker Pelosi. Yeah. yeah. Where's her email? Oh, yeah. That um, and this clown, uh, Adam Kinzinger, comparing oh, yesterday or this week on CNN, January 6th to 9-11, which Kamala Harris did as well. Cammie said the same thing. It's it's akin. January 6th was akin to Pearl Harbor and 9-11, which is insane. The thousands, mm-hmm. thousands upon thousands of people who died in, uh, at 9-11, mm-hmm. which I watched, watched and was mm-hmm. there in New York watching the plane. We all and and, and keep hearing people's bodies pop because they're jumping out of the World Trade out Center, instead of burning to death inside, they were jumping out. To, to say that January 6th, where no one was killed except one person, a Trump yep. supporter, Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed Trump supporter, is the only person who was killed there. Yep. Yeah, some people died because of heart attacks, and there was Capitol Hill police, too, I think. But but to compare that to 3,000 people dying on 9-11 or the, the, the hundreds of innocent soldiers asleep when Pearl Harbor, when yep. the Japanese attacked Pearl, it's insanity, these people. They're, they're, they're disgusting. But I will tell you, this this whole downgrade, and people aren't really picking up on, on we, no. our credit rating got downgraded this week for, I believe, only the second time in maybe, I don't know, 100 years. 
years. It hasn't happened since 1911. Yeah. It, 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 incredibly damaging because when you downgrade a country's credit, and first of all, it should never happen to the most powerful country on the planet, unless you're becoming you. not the most powerful planet. And that's only because of Bidenomics and their policies mm-hmm. and their spending and their, their debt, you know, exploding debt. That's why you downgrade. Our debt burden goes straight up. So we're uh, somewhere around three or four hundred billion dollars just to service our debt, just to pay other countries to let us borrow their money. Right. As your down, as your credit ratings downgrade, your payment goes up. Markets crash this week. The markets are crashing. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about a real reason to be um, diversified into other other assets, tangible assets like gold that they just handed to you on, on a quote unquote golden platter. Because, because <laughs> you downgrade the United States, that means you have to question the, the viability of investing in stock market our stock markets. Right. What, what, what's the what's the but, only hedge against that? And it, it is. But so your point is, as this is happening, and I would love your opinion on this. We have no money. We can't pay down our debts. We are funding illegal immigration. We're defunding programs all over the nation for public schools and public assistance and our veterans. Meanwhile, we're shipping billions of dollars over to Ukraine. And now we've just agreed to send $50 billion in weapons and assets to Africa. What in God's great name are you talking about? And why are we doing it? You're raising taxes on Americans to ship money elsewhere when we're borrowing money from other countries who aren't Raising taxes on their citizens to ship money to us, even though we're in debt and going deeper and deeper into debt. While shutting down our ability to be energy independent, while importing all of our energy needs from countries that not only hate us, but treat their people under dictatorships like cattle. And they're, oh, and while we're at it, you're getting your energy in the least green way possible. Yeah. It's, that, I'm that, like, I'm sorry, are you, you, you refracking? You so. want to talk, you know, this whole idea, you know, people are complaining about interest rates going up. Interest rates have skyrocketed because of of one reason, Joe Biden, the first thing he did, he canceled the Keystone Pipeline when he came in. He, he yep. said, we're not going to we're not going to be uh, carbon energy uh, positive. We're going to be green energy positive. Fuel prices have skyrocketed. Yeah, they're down off the highs, but they're still double, double what they need to be or double when they when they took over. And, and that is exactly the reason why prices for food went up. Rents went up. Yep. Housing went up. Travel went up. Lodging went up. Everything went up and it's still up. And still substantially higher than it was in 2019 and 2020. Yep. And yep. they have a, they, they have an easy fix and they refuse to do it. Drill. Drill, baby, drill. Sarah Palin. Drill, baby, drill. And they and to your point, they want to put more wind turbines up, right? So how many, if, if we're going to talk about, you know, economists and people that, not economists, but people that want to go green and all these global environmentalists, let's talk about all the animals and the birds, the raptors that are being murdered by your wind turbines, which may I add, is powered by the electric grid, which may I add is powered by fossil fuels, which may I add is a finite resource. All of our oil wells, all of our natural gas is Saudi Arabia of natural gas, but you want to use electric and you want to be totally electric by 2032. That's insanity. This whole idea, this whole idea, remember Barack Obama wanted to be totally electric by, I don't know, whatever it was, 2015. It wasn't going to happen. This whole idea of these, you know, this push for EVs and giving a seventy five hundred dollar mm-hmm. credit for a sixty five thousand dollar electric vehicle uh, sticker mm-hmm. is insane. If you, if yes. every car on the street were electric, we would be in so much trouble with the electric grid. We would be mining more coal than we do five times yep. more coal than we do right now, just yep. to keep up with with the power generation needs. I mean, you can't throw. Uh, 
these solar panels to produce enough electricity to, no. to, to power a tenth of, of the fleet in the United States, let alone 100 percent of the fleets. In, in, Not to mention in, the military. In, you want to send our military and tanks? How far you want them to go? Oh, sorry, guys, the Taliban's coming, but we got to charge the tank. Yeah. <laughs> what? Does anyone the have hell? an outlet? Where's the plug? I don't. We need a really like big shit, plug. Right? Yeah, we're, we're in the desert. Wait, wait. Anybody got? Do you have an adapter? This this doesn't fit. This I isn't mean, the U.S. On, plug. Man. I mean, what, what's with these three prongs here? <laughs> and the problem is, Eric, and this is the point. You know, full circle back to your show, your podcast, and you're you're bringing common sense conversation back to the table, where it's like, guys. Let's be serious for a whole 10 seconds. If it's your family member that's in that tank, do you want them looking for a plug or do you want them to go over people that are insurgents trying to kill women and children and get the hell out of there and get back home? Yeah, I mean, he's sending troops all over the world yeah, right we're, now. We're, Come on. The, the, the other dirty little secret is forget how they're going to power the tanks. The people are putting inside the tanks now. They're, they're, we're, we're in a diversity push. We're like trying oh. to – people aren't signing up for the military. So what does this Millie in Austin decide to do? Well, let's push for more diverse – let's push for the trans community yeah. to get into the military. I, I, no offense. China, China, China is is training their soldiers to be warriors, mm-hmm. to be killers, to be mm-hmm. badass killers. We, mm-hmm. we say get out of the South China Sea. They, they give us the, the, the middle finger. They develop mm-hmm. their military, their training – Russia, Russian troops, guess what? Guess what? They're getting depleted militarily. Their troops are certainly learning how to fight. They know how to kill people. They know how to fight. So Russia and China are beefing up, are becoming stronger, becoming more mortal and lethal. And our freaking military is trying to figure out how we can get get more Dylan Mulvaney's to to sign up. It's insane. We're we're in shit. We are in, it's a very sick, sick time in our world. I think at the end of the day, when people go in and they cast their vote in 24, it's going to be for the guy that gets us back to the center and stops talking about the he, she, them, they's and gets back to how do I build my 401k? How do I protect my kids? And how do I stop shipping money out and start bringing money back into America? Period. End of sentence. Yep. And that New York Times op-ed this week is, is right. You are the wrong. You were wrong. You are wrong. We are moving too fast in a direction that most of the country doesn't agree with. Uh, doesn't want it. Doesn't want now. May not want in the near future, but to throw it, thrust us in this where everyone, if, if you don't use my proper pronoun, you're going to get fired or thrown out of school. Where the hell? This is all leftist folks. This is all, you know, Barack Obama started this whole, let's become more inclusive, more diverse. It, it, Hillary Clinton thought she was going to pick up the, the reins and run with it. Trump derailed it for a while. Biden picked it right back up. He's the Obama third term, and now they're going to try and get an Obama fourth and maybe fifth if it's Michelle Obama. This is all wildly leftist ideology that that country's not ready for. They're not ready for this. But. Listen, I know I know we're running out of time today, and I know you got to get ready for your show, but the next time we do this podcast, I need you to talk about crypto, and I need you to talk about the fact that they want to go to a digital and completely non-cash society where we're not able to do things that they don't know about. Because I tell you what, that is the stuff that really scares me and a lot of other people. Well, crypto is, is, is you know, Bitcoin and, and Ethereum. I'm a long-term investor in, in all these, and, and the beauty of them – the original beauty of them was that right. governments were we they kept, the kept their fingers in, in grimy little rules and fingers out of it. Didn't take their yep. wet their beaks with with you know whatever they wanted to do and didn't control it. 
And now they want yep. to do these, 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 you know, for the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab to say we need a global cryptocurrency. Oh, Very no. Good. Oh, no, 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 no. You want to talk about like, yeah, losing. Yeah, we want to talk about losing all your access and all your, your decision making on your own money and your own earnings. It's, it's out the window. It's bad enough that the government comes and taxes you, you know, pretty much at 50% of what you make almost anywhere you yeah. live. It's bad enough yeah. now if you want to let them have access to your, your, your actual um, savings that's yours yeah oh no 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 you you yeah but they're gonna try and push that you'll never get it back yeah. you'll never, never get, get it back, back. Yeah. and that's why we need gold we do need gold i'm in you know I, I don't know if you know this linda but i started with fox in 2000 and i would say 2000 i started cnbc i did cnbc for a couple of years and i was a I was their commodity analyst on air we started fast money and I was the guy who talked about gold, silver, gold, any any tangible commodity because it was it's right. the thing to be in. I mean, they can't take it away from you. They can't devalue it. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. It's yeah. There's a market right. price for it, but it, it doesn't lose its value from inflation. Everything else does. Right. Your dollar. If you put everything right. in cash, it'll just go like shrink because inflation will just e- erode it. It doesn't erode sure. gold. It doesn't erode oil. And so I was that guy. But when I came to Fox, the first thing I did I was on Fox and Friends. My first appearance. I was the, the, the gold guy, I was the finance guy. And they said, you know, okay, you're so smart. What do you think? And, and I pulled a gold coin out of my pocket. I said, see, this, this is a, one ounce of gold. It was $620 an ounce on that day. Six, I, said, <laughs> I said, never, ever sell this. I said, buy these, put them in your pocket, put them in your safety deposit, put them under your bed, but buy them and right. never sell them. $600 an ounce. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, it, it really has been a trajectory straight up and, and nothing in the world or in, certainly in our government has changed. That's going to change that. Gold's going to continue to, yeah. to, to increase in value, especially the way we spend, the way we tax and spend and way we inflate. All of those things just naturally are natural drivers of, of the price for gold and silver and other commodities, oil, wheat, everything. All these commodities will go higher as our government continues to do what we do, no matter who's really in office. Yeah, yeah no, it's pretty scary stuff. Well, I think you did a hell of a job for your first podcast. How do you feel? Let's go. If you're going to come on my podcast, you can never say at the end of the day again. I'm very much against those cliches. Are you? Oh, yeah. You can't. No cliches on. Yeah. I, I have a few. I have uh, at the end of the day, no. uh, first of rubber all, meets the road. No, 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 no. I actually don't say rubber meets the road. Okay. But I, I but people have made me T-shirts because I say, first of all, so much. Which first is of all. Oh. Well, first of all, is not. I wouldn't call that a cliche. It's just the way. It, yeah, I would say that's less of a crutch than uh, at the end of the day. What does that even mean at the end of the day? Like we can't talk about well, it at the beginning the of the, of the day, day or, or, or everything's fine. Most of the time you can't. It's more important at the end of the well, day. Well, for me, I never talk about anything at the beginning of the day because I haven't had coffee yet. Wait, so but until wait, I have hold, coffee. Hold, hold. Did you say talk and coffee? So are, are you in New York? No, no it's awful. Well, awful. I'm a Philly New Yorker, so oh. I have all the bad accents. How do you say, I got the hard A's and the long O's. How do you say the thing that's H2O? The, water? Water. water. <laughs> I didn't have that's how my Do you know? I don't know if people who are listening around the world, but this is unique. And I never knew this until recently. We would call it a, a, you know, a popsicle or a fr- you call it water ice. We call it water ice water and ice. we call it ice pops. What the heck? It's the weirdest water thing ice. in the world. Water ice. Hoagies, not subs or heroes. Uh, phone. Phone is like quintessential Philly. Forget about it. Everybody says phone. And I don't even hear it. Until I talk to a fellow New Yorker and they're like, oh, 
just stop. <laughs> just say you're going to call me. It's easier. I'm like, sorry. Anyways, well, it's been great talking to you. Really great first show. For those of you listening, Eric's going to be here every single week. We're going to be promoting him. He's going to be around. Please, you know, check back, tune in, check out his website because he is crushing it. And he is the number one premier source for news as we had. Let me tell you, that website is badass. That website. And and Linda, you guys are, you know, doing an amazing job. It is. It's 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 right up there with any any single news source website around and it's very very much conservative it's just well you're helping us eric you know you're putting the news out there we're just putting it in a nice big bow that's all let's keep let's keep doing it (laughs) we'll see you next time bye